Well, hello! Yes, I know you weren't quite expecting to see us so soon, but as you can see, it's not Wednesday, it's definitely not 7 o'clock, and we are still not live. But, as always, you have a lovely Lady G is with me. Well, hello, and hello to everybody out there. Yes, like I said, not Wednesday, not 7 o'clock, and uh, but, but, I think you would want to hear this. I know we are coming on sooner than what we told them in the previous video, but we really have something amazing to share with you, so. Well, we're not live, so technically we're not coming on sooner. Yeah, that's true, that's true. We are still coming back. Our live streams start again Wednesday. Why did I say Wednesday? See, I'm so used to saying Wednesday Night Live. Our live stream start again the first week of April, but for now, Let's roll that intro. That 10 seconds really goes by. I'm telling you, we need a better intro. I gotta no, work no, no, on that. No, 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 you gotta stick with that intro. I actually like that intro. Okay, all right. Well, so we'll stick we'll, with we'll, it. We'll stick with it. So, it's working. It's working for us right now. So, yesterday, uh, Lady G said something to me really quite uh, uh, interesting train of thought but something that we could all learn to uh, learn from I guess is what I was trying to say um, and something that we do so very easily without even thinking about it excuse me a minute because our studio audience is kicking off at my feet <laughs> yeah if you hear any noise that that's our little Muppets trying to Jesus. Be, yeah trying to be part of this so, little recording. To get back to what we were saying, Lady G said something to me yesterday as we were driving somewhere, talking about how flippant, how easy we are with our words, with our tongue. Now, why don't you take us on that journey again, share with everybody, like you did with myself, the scripture you started with, and we'll just take it from there as the Holy Spirit. Well, let me, let, let me give them a little bit of a background of why I said what I said to you. Uh, you know, sometimes, uh, we do things and we say things and we don't realize how sometimes we grieve the Holy Spirit by our actions, uh, by the things that we say. And I really needed a, a, I almost wanted to say a checkup from the neck up yesterday, but I said something the day before yesterday whilst we were in the car, we were going to the gym. And uh, as you remember, now you're I, telling all our secrets. Yeah, they know we are on a mission to get healthy and fit and lose weight. <laughs> I have to but, rebuild my heart health as well, so there's a good reason for it. Yeah, but so we were on our way to the gym, and something happened, and I used a word that I usually would not use, but it came out of my mouth so easy. Didn't even think twice. I mean, there was just no filter. And he looked at me quite surprised that that word actually came out of my mouth. And you know, I'm ashamed, I'm ashamed of myself. But coming back home and rethinking that conversation that we had earlier the day, the Holy Spirit, Spirit really brought something to my attention and it made me think of the scripture in Matthew 12 verse 37 where it talks about how we will be judged by 
the words or know that that uh, hang on what does the what does the scripture say in, in Matthew 12 verse well, 37 it's verse 36 but we will be good to paraphrase on the day of judgment you will give an account for all of your words everything yeah. you've ever said we will we will be justified by our words and, and correct you know yeah. so the Holy Spirit brought that scripture back to me and it really made me think I literally had to sit there and repent because I didn't realize that at the time I said it that I'd actually grieved the Holy Spirit and can I just say just because we are saved just because we are believers does not mean that we won't slip up well we I... are not perfect we do slip up we do sometimes get into this car carnal kind of ways I, I think Bishop Jerry Grillo said it best in the title of one of his books we're saved but damaged yes and and because of the damage that's taken place in your life prior to the moment of salvation that helps us understand what Paul is saying to the church in Rome when he said being not conformed to this world but being yes. transformed by the renewing of the mind yes and uh, I, I could do a whole 24-hour sermon just on understanding what it means to be to, to transform the mind because when we think of the mind we think of this you know our brain our thoughts and science has now proven that your subconscious mind is your whole body your nervous system your muscles your even down to your emotional reactions so all of those things have to be reprogrammed right it's very key what lady g is talking about in that scripture is to understand that the bible talks about the power the power <coughs> excuse me You're the right. power the devil is a liar i got a frog in my throat or something the the power of right words the things that we speak are creating right. life right so when we are so unguarded about what comes out of our mouth when we say things so flippantly so yes. easily that are ungodly unholy unwholesome because you can say wholesome things and them not be godly. Yeah. Um, when we say those things, we're giving them a life within our life. You know, there's a scripture, um, uh, I think it's in Psalms, if I remember rightly, that says, set a watch, O Lord. Mm. And it's talking about our heart. Mm. But they, then you and I have a responsibility, you That's and I have thing. a responsibility yes. to set a watch over our lips. The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. True. So we ask God to put a watch on our heart, but we are then not watching yes. what's coming out of our lives. And I, 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 I'm as guilty of it as the next person, because I find myself saying things, and I, I have a terrible tendency when somebody upsets me when I'm driving, to call them stupid, or an idiot, or a pillock or a fool I don't know that person yeah. but now I have just given them a label and my verbalizing of the the stigma I've attached to them is giving that life in somebody's life that I don't even know right so you have to under, we have to understand there is a very very distinct power in the things that we say which is why Paul Absolutely. is writing to to the Colossian church which is why Jesus taught us in the Gospel of Matthew, yeah. and it's a scripture I know you wanted to bring up, about, well, I said Matthew 12, right. about 
making yeah. sure you set a guard over what comes out of your mouth. Yeah, well, you said earlier, you know, about the unwholesome things. Uh, Ephesians actually says, do not, do not let unwholesome speech, vulgar speech, you know, wrong speech come out of your mouth. And then it goes on, and I said it to him earlier, I said to him, the scripture doesn't just end there, mm. right? Where it says, uh, let me just read it to you. It says, do not let unwholesome, foul, profane, worthless, vulgar words ever come out of your mouth. Only speech that is building others mm. or building up others so that it will be a blessing to those who hear. But then it doesn't just end with verse 29. It actually goes on to verse 30 and it says, and grieve not the Holy Spirit you because we need to please him and that's exactly what happened to me when the Holy Spirit spoke to me about it and brought it to my attention because you know I just thought you know it's just a silly it's just one of those words that I've used you know some some may not see it as a as a cuss word some may not see it as vulgar but there was something in the way I said it that the Holy Spirit was not happy with and so when he brought it to my attention, I said to Kai, you know, sometimes because, because we get in such a, a, a comfortable place where we say certain things so easily, we really need to be very conscious, mm. especially when we are with others. Mm -hmm. Because people read us, people look at us and they watch us and they see how we act, how we speak. Um, especially when we're with others, be very conscious of what you are going to say, how you're going to say it. Um, well, it, it's, there's a, um, a scientifically proven fact about words that we don't take into consideration. That fact is that words create emotional experiences. Right. A sustained emotional experience creates a mood. Right. right. Somebody says something bad and it upsets you, you fester on it, you're in a bad mood for a week, for that's example. That's true, right? that's true. So that's a sustained emotional experience that began with the wrong words or yeah. wrong speech or the wrong timing about something. The problem is a sustained mood becomes a personality trait. Now you have the problem that what somebody said, like you're a fool, you're an idiot, you're stupid, you'll never be this, you'll never be that. Words I've heard in my life, in my childhood, even in my adult life. When you, when you play on those things, you create an emotional experience, an emotional response. Yes. That becomes a mood because it affects how you are for a day, an hour, a week, a month, whatever it is. If it's sustained, then that emotional experience becomes a personality trait. So when you keep telling your kids, for example, you're stupid, you'll never amount to anything, yeah. the more they hear it, the more they believe it, till they get to the point where they genuinely believe yeah. they'll never amount to anything. Then this thing that Paul was talking about, your subconscious builds a whole pattern of life around something that started as unwholesome speech. Because your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between an imagined experience and a real experience. So you can have all manner of wrong experiences, wrong emotional responses, right. based purely on wrong words, words, and your body becomes convinced, because your whole body is your subconscious mind. Your body becomes convinced 
that the thing that you imagined happened actually happened because there's no gate, there's no distinguishing between perceived or imagined experiences and real experiences. So you can imagine somebody has said something. Now we do, we have a tendency to do this. Somebody says something about us or you say something about and we add words to it. And those words are not even included in what they said. Then the imagined becomes real. Right. And that changes our whole perception. My guilt in it all is I'm very quick to make rash judgments about people that upset me for whatever reason. And I'm not perfect. I'm, I, I tell everybody jokingly, but it's true. There are days I'm barely in the kingdom because I struggle just like everybody else. And my, my reaction is always verbal. I'm not a physically aggressive person. Mm. I, I don't feel violent tendencies, but I know I am very skilled with my mouth mm -hmm. and I can cut very deep with the words that I use because I'm very skilled with my language. I know how to take words and use them viciously like a weapon. And that's a whole different subject. If you think about it, Kai, the, you know how powerful words are that you can actually do that to somebody just by saying certain yeah, things. Yeah, we've got a video on YouTube about it, but you should go check oh, yes. it out. Oh yes, oh yes, I forgot about that. But, you know, we, we really should become careful, or be careful, Kai. Um, is, it, is it Colossians that said, I think you said something about Colossians earlier, that, mm. that talks about how our speech should be gracious, how, mm -hmm. how it should be pleasant. And I think that's the, the, the whole subject that we started with. That's the, the whole point I wanted to get to. Just be gracious and be pleasant with the things that you say. Because it, it doesn't just say something about you to other people when you use certain words that are not right but it may with me i'm not going to talk for anybody else i'm not talking for you i'm talking for myself it makes me feel dirty on the inside when i use certain wrong words that i know this is not becoming well think of it like this right the bible says jesus calls the holy spirit in greek the parakletos the great comforter right the word paraclete also means the one who walks at my right hand yes so if you if you could physically embody the holy spirit walking with you and i do this myself now would you say the things you say if he was there <laughs> if you could see him if yeah. you could <laughs> if he was tangible yeah. if you could touch him see him reach out talk to him yeah. But he is there. He's there all the time. That's the thing that Jesus yeah. said. You know, we forget when Jesus said, Lo, I am with you always, always, even unto the end of the age. He's talking about being there in the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. So would you say the things that you say? Would I say the things that I say if you could physically see him? Yet why are we so unconscious of the fact that he's always there he's yeah. always listening he's always with us and why are we so uh uncaring enough to not acknowledge his presence, presence. Oh, with us so always if you could see him you would change the way you would speak 
Yeah. But if you can imagine that he is there in knowing that the scripture says, whether you can see him or not, he is. Why are you not? Why am I not? Yeah. Why are you not committed to changing the way that you speak in fear of risking offending the Holy Spirit? Mm. We, he's not the lesser of the of Godhead. The yes. He's not the, the add-on, the extra. God spoke and the Holy Spirit created. Jesus died and the Holy Spirit raised him yes. from the dead. When the Son of God says, I must go so that he can come, um, that makes you hugely important to me anyway. Yes. So why is it we treat him like he's the, 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 the side dish to the main course? The, 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 the optional dessert, so to speak, the thing that, well, we could do with or we could do without. Yeah. If you become so conscious of his, of his omnipresence, Presence. of him being there all the time, waking hours, sleeping hours, you will change the way you speak Absolutely. because your, your risk of offending him, of grieving him. Now, when I mean that, when I talk about offending, grieving, I mean him withdrawing his presence from you yes until you repent and you come back to him in a repentant heart but here's what we do right uh, and and this this since you talked about it this has been bothering me we repent right and tomorrow we'll do exactly the same the bible tells us to the 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 word repentance, or I should say the, the understanding of the word repentance is to literally jump up, turn around and walk the other way. So how can you repent of something and then do it tomorrow without mm. even attempting to make a change? Yeah. Without, you know, David said, your praise shall continually be in be my, my mouth. mouth. How can you praise God and cuss out his creation? Mm. How can we glorify his name and damn people? Yes. For the things that they do that offend you. Or make filthy jokes and laugh, you know. How can you how can you worship the Holy Spirit? How can you pray? Yeah. Come out of that presence and and so flippantly berate people or put people down yeah. or cuss them out or whatever it is, say things that you would never say in his presence. Mm. You know, there, there was the analogy that Lady G used was um, there was something I said. It wasn't rude. You know what? I wasn't cussing, but it was probably offensive in a way. And she asked me, would I have said that in the presence of my fathers, my spiritual fathers? Would I have said that around some of my friends that are in the ministry? Um, would I have said that if I was, you know, doing what I used to do in the ministry? Because at the moment I'm not. Would I have said that in the presence of those people? So really, if you, if you know you would never say those things or make those kind of jokes in front of those people. Why would we do it in front of the Holy just Spirit? Just don't do it. Correct. Just don't do it. We'll change our language for people that we see, but we'll never change the words we speak for the Holy Spirit because we yeah. can't see him. We have to wait for him to convict us right. when true conviction to me, true conviction of the Holy Spirit is being aware of the things that are unwholesome, ungodly, unrighteous, yeah. unjust, 
and changing those things so that He has no need to convict you to change. Not being condemned by what you say, but being convicted enough to change. There are many, many, many people I know, even people in my own life, that say, I want to change, but never ever do anything to make, to make the, the change. Changes. The Bible says, this just came to me as we're talking, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So when you're continually speaking unwholesome, mm. ungodly, unrighteous, unjust words, you are creating a faith system, a belief system in the things that you are saying. So you will believe those things, whether yeah. it's said about you or it's said about somebody else. You will believe those things because you are con you are repeatedly saying them. Oh, Say hello to Lily. <laughs> Just, you will believe yeah. them. What yeah. you repeatedly hear, you will eventually believe. Yeah. So you need to set a guard, not just over your heart, over but your over heart. your mouth. Yeah. You know, my grandfather used to say this. If you have nothing good to say about somebody, then don't say anything at all. But if, but if you have nothing good to say about anything, better to be silent yeah. than to say something God will yeah. hold you accountable for, that God will judge you based on what you said in the day of judgment. Yeah. Well, that's my thoughts for the day anyway. You know, remember the scripture in Matthew, and I'm not sure where it is, but it's in the book of Matthew. It talks about, it is not what goes into your mouth that defiles you, but it is what comes out of your mouth that defiles you. I think uh, in closing, this is what I wanna say, not to just people out there, but to myself as a reminder, you know, keep checking yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't become so comfortable in thinking that you're okay. You know, uh, some people think, you know, ah, you know, I messed up, you know, God will forgive me. No, 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 no. Get yourself to a place where you become really accountable for the stuff that you say and do. I said to, I said to Kai, when I had that moment with the Holy Spirit, I said to Kai, I said, I'm gonna ask you, please, for the sake of my purity <laughs> and holiness, keep me in check. I want to be accountable. If I, if you even feel or think that I am saying something that is not right, that should never come out of my mouth, lovingly correct me. Say to me, Griff, I don't think maybe that was the kind of words you should be using. I don't think you want to say that. Find somebody that you can do that with. Because I think sometimes when you've got to do it on your own, you'll find it hard and you know, you'll keep, you'll keep doing this, the same. But have somebody in your life that can but when you help do it, you. When you're doing it on your own, there's no accountability. Yeah. And that, that's and the not, purpose of accountability. And I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying I have a pattern of doing these things. She does. <laughs> no, she doesn't. I don't. But, um, and this is what I love about the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, this is what I love about Him. He convicts me and He does it lovingly, Kai. Not because, uh, just because of who He is, but because He wants to see me do better, Kai. You know, we're out there, we're ministering to people, we talk to people, people watch us, people follow us. We gotta be a good example, a great example of 
the God that we serve, you know. Well, you're ministering to people. I'm not. I haven't yeah. done any for a long, long time. You know, I've been, they, our viewers know I've been ill for quite some time and I'm still not doing that. But even as a believer, yeah. even in my everyday walk, I, I have to make do that. That said, yeah. we are flat out of time. And it's always so good <laughs> so, to be here with you. I hope this has blessed you. We should pick up on this again. Take it yes. a little bit further in another yes. video. Keep watching, keep looking, keep waiting. We will come back with more. And uh, until the next time we see you, get ready for the live streams coming back in April. Uh, but for now, it's goodbye from me. Until the next time. Yeah, love you and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Bye.